Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Infinite Potential podcast and I am super excited to be bringing you what is the sixth episode already of the podcast. I wanted to start the podcast by uh, taking a second to thank everyone that has listened so far. The reviews that I've been receiving have been kind of really, really, really motivational for me um, and kind of a great almost reinforced that um, I should have had the confidence as such to start this a long, long time ago. Um, And speaking on confidence with the podcast, I plan on growing kind of each and every episode. As many of you know, whenever you start a new journey, whether that's perhaps starting a new training or diet journey with myself, or starting a new hobby, interest, whatever that may be, we, you grow in confidence as you as you kind of build into it. So I'm currently looking at little things that I can do to edit and make sure that the sound quality stays as good as possible. Uh, little things like that that just kind of make it that little bit punchier than perhaps um, jumping straight into the podcast. And on top of that, looking at getting some guests on. But a little bit of background information for yourselves. When I started this podcast... My intention was to deliver the first 10 episodes completely solo and that was my kind of, my buy-in, my non-negotiable for starting this, delivering 10 varied episodes on content that I believe will will help you, those of you that are listening um, and you can obviously take these nuggets away and take them into your own um, fat loss journey or uh, training journey, whichever it is that you are currently on. So with that being said, we're going to head straight into episode six, which I have titled, Are All Calories Created Equal? That's a purposeful moment of silence there. Just want you to kind of think about that question almost rhetorically that I've just asked there. Are all calories created equal? And with that being said for a second time, let's get straight into it. So first things first, let's provide a little bit of background before we delve into the topic. If you haven't listened yet to episode five, where I speak about a little bit more in detail about nutrition and uh, understanding energy balance, etc., I would recommend having a quick listen to that one before delving into this one. What we're going to be going through, which is a kind of a key topic and a key point that I've been focusing with my online tribe this week and that has been looking at the food diaries that they're setting looking at the food that they're eating and discussing kind of what you're getting from that food looking at the calories looking at the numbers the macronutrients and things like that and finding a way that eat that they can eat that suits both their lifestyle but also their current goals and I think it's important to kind of bring up the what a calorie is before we get started into whether all calories are made equal. In terms of a calorie itself, in its kind of scientific simplest form, a calorie is a unit of energy that is required to heat a gram of water by one degree, okay? So in terms of applying that across to how we interpret what calories are in kind of everyday life, our food and our drink, the the food and drink that we consume has an amount of energy within it and each unit of energy within that food or drink is then given that calorie number so one two three all the way up to you know 130 calories etc etc okay so we're going to be focusing on the fact that simply a calorie is a unit of energy that we are bringing into our body for use 
And obviously, if we are bringing in too much energy and not using that energy, that energy has to be stored somewhere. And that's where we then to see, start to see fat gain, etc. But what we're going to focus on, less of the thermodynamics of kind of making sure that we are in a calorie deficit so that we can lose our body weight. We've covered that last week and briefly covering that again. That is the law of thermodynamics. I can't get my words out today. The law of thermodynamics means that in order to lose body fat, we want to be in a calorie deficit or negative energy, meaning we are bringing in through our food and our drink an amount of energy, and it's either less than what and it is less than what we are burning. Sorry. So you may bring in. I don't know, 2,000 calories worth of energy through your food and drink that day, but as a result of your BMR and your movement, so you've kept your neat up, so you've done your 15,000 steps, for example, and today, that, that day might be a training day, so say you have burned 2,400 calories that day, you have 400 calorie gap, so you are negative 400 calories, you've brought in 2,000 and you've burned 2,400. If we sustain that over... A period of time, generally weeks and months, we are going to then start to see body compositional changes and reduction in body fat levels. That's that ticked. We are now going to move on specifically to the title of the podcast, which is Are All Calories Created Equal? Now, the science of it one calorie is one calorie, one calorie is one unit of energy, but in terms of if we take a popular fast food chain, for example, uh, McDonald's, and we say you're going to eat 1,600 calories of McDonald's for the day, that might get you um, a Big Mac, some fries, um, a Fanta, and then maybe some chicken nuggets, say. You could potentially maybe throw in some of their mozzarella sticks, whatever it is. Um, you probably get one full meal with a couple of add-ons for that number of calories from that fast food chain, okay? And say we have calculated that every day, or you need to be averaging across the week, roughly 1,600 calories, maintaining that, that is going to help you go through that body compositional change and lose body fat. So for that day, you've hit your average, you've hit your target, you've ticked your non-negotiable, and you've had your, you've had your McDonald's. Shoes on the other foot, same calorie target, 1,600 calories, but you have decided to have, um, for example, a bowl of oats for breakfast with some protein powder in, some raspberries on top, and maybe a spoonful of peanut butter for your breakfast. You've then had um, an apple mid-morning. You've then gone on to your lunch where you have enjoyed a... Um, I don't know, let's go with a ham bagel uh, with some cucumber and then some cherry tomatoes on the side with uh, like lettuce and some spinach. And then for dinner, you have had um, salmon, fillet of salmon with uh, stir fried vegetables and some noodles on the side. And then for kind of a late evening snack, you've had some fade yogurt, which you've broken up some kind of, let's go with dark chocolate on top loads of fruit um, and a couple of kind of nuts and seeds okay so you could have all of that depending obviously I've not given you exact weights there but 
that kind of food would add up to roughly 1600 calories for the day and you've been able to have three full meals snacks for the same amount of calories now I don't think any of you are going to disagree with me here when we say the person that has eaten option A is more likely going to eat again that day, more likely going to be hungry, probably within a couple of hours after eating that meal, and is then more likely to go over their calorie target for the day, meaning they have to either play with their average to keep it down for that week, um, or they may be in a position where actually that completely throws them off and we need to be having discussions about getting back on track the next day, etc, etc. Whereas person B, who's managed to have three steady meals, breakfast, lunch and dinner, with snacks that day, um, and also looking at what they've gained from the food, they're probably more than likely in and around 90 to 100 grams of protein for the day, so they're hitting their non-negotiables for increasing their protein within their diet. They're more satiated because they've been able to increase their protein within their diet. They have enjoyed fruits, berries, apple, variety of vegetables, cucumber, spinach, then they've got this nice kind of salmon stir-fry type thing going on in the evening. Salmon, so they've got one type of protein there. They've got another source of protein from their, uh, what did I say they had for lunch? It was a ham bagel. They've got another source of protein because they've added some in their oats, plus oats generally have a base level anyway. And they've had yogurt of an evening, so there's another source of protein. So they've got a variety of sources of protein there variety of fruits and vegetables, different colours, different carbohydrates spread throughout that. We've got complex carbs going on. We've got a little bit of processed food, say, but I'll come to that towards the end. Um, but I think we can all agree, rhetorically, um, and I'm looking at Duke, who's going to nod for me, which he didn't do. Um, Duke, for those of you that don't know, is my dog, um, and I'm sure I'm going to start relating loads more to him in the coming weeks. But person B more than likely has stayed on track that day, enjoyed their food that day, and just gone about their day without necessarily having something completely throw them off. And is nutritionally in a much better place than person A for the same amount of calories consumed. Now let's go back to that very first question that we started the podcast with. Are all calories created equal? Short answer, yes, one calorie is one calorie. 1,600 calories is 1,600 calories. However, the nutritional content of those calories uh, that you can consume can be so vastly different, as you can see from person A and person B. So we're then looking at things like health markers, satiety, energy, enjoyment of food, you know, these different things, it's like a spider web, it all crosses over, it all interlinks, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to sit here and, and say that I've never eaten a McDonald's, oh, shock horror, the PT's eating a McDonald's, we all, we all have these things from time to time, and I know that if I'm eating that, I know that I'm going to feel hungry again a few hours later, and I know that I'm not necessarily getting the best quality of meat, although their adverts may say that it is. Um, or, you know, depending on which fast food chain you want to go to, the best quality of meat um, or the best use of my calories that I'm spending for that meal, nutritionally, okay? But perhaps that may be an option that I have to 
but I've not given myself another option at that point in time. But when I'm looking at my normal day and I'm thinking about having my oats or granola or eggs, whatever it might be for breakfast, I know that I'm kind of ticking a few of my non-negotiables there and then. And my non-negotiables meaning, you know, if I'm looking to drop body fat, I'm tracking my numbers, I'm making sure that on average I'm hitting those numbers. But within that, I believe there should also be consideration for health markers. Because we have all seen... Um, titles in varying different uh, newspaper publications where somebody will say you'll see the headline and the headline will read um, I lost 8 stone eating only Chinese takeaway or I lost uh, 12 stone eating only chicken and chips and all of a sudden we're, you know, we see that it's almost like clickbait and we think how has that person done that um, you know, you, how can you lose that kind of weight eating that kind of food and things like that? And the short answer is, if we go back to the science around thermodynamics, energy in versus energy out, and being in that negative energy state, so in a calorie deficit, if you are generating that calorie deficit from chicken nuggets and chips, and you are sustaining that every single day, you will be in a position where you could potentially be losing body fat. However, you will also be in a position where we are nutritionally sure in terms of vitamins, mineral, minerals, food variety. We are perhaps missing key kind of elements within the macronutrients. So, you know, varying forms of protein, things like that. We are missing massive amounts of energy you know everyone will know when they have one of those days where maybe you pick less optimal foods you end up kind of in a cycle wanting to get more food back in because the energy the energy that you're getting is coming in in short bouts it's not keeping you fuller for longer you're back wanting more food again so the the argument there is in terms of simple science are all calories created equal well the number one is the number one no matter what way we look at it but what you gain from calories when we're looking at food what I talk about with with so many of my clients is coming to it from a position of kind of an 80-20 principle 80% of your food wants to come from foods that you enjoy for you know foremost for it to be sustainable we need to enjoy it we don't necessarily want to feel like we're kind of having to eat that way because that's how we need to eat in order to achieve our goal we get to our goal then we fall fall back into old habits we want to create a lifestyle a nutritional lifestyle that works for you and your goals so we need foods that we enjoy in there but also that kind of 80 percent of your food we should be looking at it coming from natural produce whether, that, whether you kind of sit on the fence in terms of ethically uh, reducing meat intake, things like that, that is a, another podcast for a different day. What we're looking at here is 80% of your food is providing you with all of the non-negotiable ticks that you should have for your own personal health. So we're getting some healthy fats in there, some, some carbs, some protein, depending on what protocol you're following. Uh, we're getting it from varying sources, there's varying colour in our diet and we're able to have these meals where we're able to fill ourselves up for longer, give ourselves that longer sustained energy release over a day and then 20% of your food 
I'm a big believer in it's it's those 20% that keep you accountable. It's those, you know, if we can get you to a point where it's those, you know, that mini ice cream that you maybe have at the end of a day or, you know, that low, low calorie ice cream or even normal ice cream that you maybe have at the end of a day or that little kind of mini Kit Kat that you break up onto your oats or whatever it is, those 20%, we want to be in a position where quite frankly it, it doesn't necessarily matter about their nutritional content if we're in a place where we're looking to lose body fat and see a body compositional change and these 20 percent these small little bits are going to keep us sustainable and we can fit them into roughly our average calorie number then that's what's going to keep us going and that's how we're going to set up our lifestyle from there the 80 percent is where you want to be ticking those boxes for health for wellness for gut health, for fibre, for all of these different things. Um, so in answer to my very first question, where I probably have gone slightly around the houses now, but I hope you're still with me at this point, are all calories created equal? Short answer, if you are sustaining a calorie deficit, then it is pretty much based on numbers. However, there is always context. And I would ear slightly towards your looking at 80% of your foods is targeted towards your goal with health in mind as well, longevity, sustainability in mind and 20% of your um, nutritional intake coming from things that keep you accountable and sustainable and perhaps their nutritional worth isn't um, gold star 10 out of 10 but that doesn't matter because the other 80% is taking care of those non-negotiables for you. I hope that makes sense it's a bit more of a fly on the wall kind of podcast um, I was thinking about this yesterday and I just wanted to get something out get something out there um, if you enjoyed this podcast please do um, let me know either share it on social media write a review on whichever platform it is that you're listening to it on or just reach out and send me a message the best way to get me onto socials is bethwillis underscore PT and that is on Instagram or Willis Fitness PT on Facebook. Um, and I'm going to leave this one there. I hope it's got you guys thinking about your food choices um, and understanding that no food is inherently good or bad. Food contains a number and we're looking to balance out that number with a kind of with keeping nutrition and health in the back of my mind and that's where I think I'm going to leave that for today um, as I said I'd love to continue this conversation if you want to reach out and message me please do so and I will be back in your ears uh, next week with another podcast take care guys bye bye